This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of unicameral bone cyst from the pathology section on orthobullets.com. Let's start this episode with a quick summary. Unicameral bone cysts are non-neoplastic serous fluid-filled bone lesions most commonly found in the proximal humerus. The condition typically presents in patients less than 20 years of age with a pathologic fracture through the lesion. Diagnosis is made with radiographs showing a central, lytic, well-demarcated metaphyseal lesion with cystic expansion and a characteristic fallen leaf sign. Treatment is usually immobilization for proximal humerus lesions with pathologic fracture. Surgical curette and bone grafting is indicated for pathologic fractures that have a high rate of refracture and malunion. Now, let's get into the episode. With respect to epidemiology, as far as demographics, unicameral bone cysts are usually found in patients less than 20 years of age. In terms of anatomic location, unicameral bone cysts are usually found in the proximal humerus of young adults. They can be found in other locations, including the proximal femur, distal tibia, ilium, calcaneus, and occasionally metacarpals, phalanges, or the distal radius. This arises in the metaphysis adjacent to the physis and progresses towards the diaphysis with bone growth. Moving on to the classification of unicameral bone cysts, know that classification is actually important for UBCs as it impacts treatment. An active unicameral bone cyst is if the cyst is adjacent to the physis, while a latent unicameral bone cyst is if the normal bone separates the cyst from the physis. Moving on to the presentation of a unicameral bone cyst, as far as symptoms, know that most patients are asymptomatic unless fracture occurs, which is usually with minor trauma. It presents with pain from a pathologic fracture in approximately 50% of cases. Moving on to imaging, radiographs will show a central, lytic, well-demarcated metaphyseal lesion where 2-3% cross the physis. There will also be cystic expansion with symmetric thinning of the cortices. A quote-unquote fallen leaf sign is a pathologic fracture with a fallen cortical fragment in the base of an empty cyst, which is pathognomonic for a UBC. Finally, radiographs may also reveal a trabeculated appearance after multiple fractures. An MRI in the setting of a UBC will be very dark on T1, very bright on T2, and gadolinium shows a classic rim enhancement of a cystic lesion. Bone scan is variable, but is usually warm in the setting of a UBC. As far as labs to obtain in the workup of a UBC, specific laboratory tests are usually not required. Moving on to histology, characteristic findings include a cyst with a thin fibrous lining containing fibrous tissue, giant cells, and hemosiderin pigment. Chronic inflammatory cells may be found in small numbers. Other characteristic findings include cementum spherules, which are calcified eosinophilic fibrinous material in 10% of cases. You may also find uniform population of spindle cells without nuclear atypia. Note that biopsy is usually indicated for questionable diagnosis. Moving on to the differential diagnosis for a unicameral bone cyst, an ABC is more expansive than a UBC. Moving on to the differential for a unicameral bone cyst, the ones to know include an ABC or aneurysmal bone cyst and telangiectatic osteosarcoma. Note that an ABC is more expansive than a UBC, as a UBC lesion is usually not wider than the physis. Now, let's quickly go over the differential diagnosis of a unicameral bone cyst. So a UBC will appear as a bubbly lytic lesion on x-ray, the treatment is usually aspiration and injection, and the treatment is occasionally curatage and bone grafting. An aneurysmal bone cyst can also appear as a bubbly lytic lesion on x-ray, however, treatment is not usually aspiration and injection and is not curatage and bone grafting. A non-ossifying fibroma can also be a bubbly lytic lesion on x-ray, and the treatment can occasionally be curatage and bone grafting. However, treatment is usually not aspiration and injection like it is in a UBC. 
Finally, an NCON drama is also on the differential diagnosis for a UBC. However, does not appear as a bubbly lytic lesion on x-ray. Treatment is not usually aspiration and injection. However, treatment can occasionally be curatage and bone grafting for enchondromas. Now, let's talk about the treatment of a unicameral bone cyst, which can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative options include immobilization alone, as well as aspiration slash methylprednisolone acetate injection. Immobilization alone is indicated for proximal humerus lesions with pathologic fractures. Know that 15% of lesions fill in with native bone after acute fracture. Aspiration slash methylprednisolone acetate injection is indicated for active cysts that communicates with the physis in the proximal humerus. As far as the technique, this usually requires several injections, especially in very young children. And know that bone marrow injections have recently been reported to be effective as well. Operative options include curatage and bone grafting plus or minus internal fixation based on tumor location. Indications include symptomatic latent cysts that have not responded to steroid injections, latent cysts in the proximal femur that are a structural concern and are at risk for fracture and osteonecrosis, and know that proximal femoral lesions with a pathologic fracture have a high rate of refracture and malunion when treated non-operatively, therefore internal fixation is recommended. As far as contraindications, be sure to avoid curatage and bone grafting plus or minus internal fixation in active lesions as communication with the physis may lead to growth arrest. Now, let's end this review session talking about the prognosis of unicameral bone cysts. So as a patient approaches skeletal maturity, a UBC will often decrease in size and may heal after growth is complete. Fracture healing usually does not lead to cyst resolution. Finally, remember that UBCs require close follow-up while in the active phase due to recurrence and risk of fracture or growth arrest. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic might be tested. First question. A 10-year-old boy injured his right shoulder playing lacrosse. He denies previous shoulder pain or injury. Radiographs of the shoulder reveal an undisplaced right humeral unicameral bone cyst and pathologic fracture. It demonstrates typical findings of a bone cyst like central metaphyseal lucency, close or abutting to the growth plate with uniform cortical thinning and no matrix production. What is the next best step in management? And the choices are 1. Urgent biopsy. 2. CT scan of the arm. 3. Whole body bone scan. 4. Open reduction and plate fixation. And 5. Sling for comfort. The correct answer to this question is 5. Sling for comfort. So this patient presents with a non-displaced pathologic fracture through a unicameral bone cyst or UBC of the right proximal humerus. The best next step would be a sling for comfort. To quickly review, unicameral bone cysts are non-neoplastic, serous, fluid-filled bone lesions that are thought to result from temporary failure of medullary bone formation near the physis. They are most commonly located in the proximal humerus. A pathologic fracture may be the first known presentation of the cyst, as these lesions are usually asymptomatic. Patel Mazzini et al. reviewed unicameral bone cysts. These benign lesions occur almost exclusively in children and adolescents, that is up to 85% of cases, with a reported peak between ages 3 and 14 years. Primary differential diagnosis for UBC includes aneurysmal bone cysts, fibrous dysplasia, enchondroma, and intraosseous ganglia. In patients with a pathologic fracture of the upper extremity associated with the UBC, initial non-surgical treatment with immobilization for 4 to 6 weeks is appropriate. Donaldson et al. evaluated whether simple bone cysts resolve with age. 24 patients were followed for 7 plus or minus 1 years following initial treatment with a mean age at follow-up of 17.2 plus or minus 3.2 years. 
despite the assumption that most simple bone cysts will resolve with skeletal maturity. None of the cysts were graded as completely healed in this study. They concluded that growth plate closure may not signify healing of simple bone cysts. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, urgent biopsy, answer 2, CT scan of the arm, and answer 3, whole body bone scan are all incorrect, as simple bone cysts do not require pathological workup. Answer 4, open reduction and plate fixation is incorrect because, as we previously mentioned, patients with a pathologic fracture of the upper extremity associated with the UBC, initial non-surgical treatment with immobilization for 4-6 to six weeks is appropriate. In patients with intact and isolated lesions, curatage and bone grafting has been the definitive open procedure for management of UBC. However, innovative techniques have been described recently, including decompression with no instrumentation left in place, instrumentation, for example, cannulated screws, flexible intramedullary nails, and or combined methods. Moving on to the final question. What is the most common anatomical site for unicameral bone cysts in children? And the choices are 1. Distal humerus, 2. Proximal humerus, 3. Distal femur, 4. Proximal tibia, and 5. Tibial shaft. The correct answer to this question is 2. Proximal humerus. So unicameral bone cysts are found most commonly in the proximal humerus in children. Unicameral bone cysts are non-neoplastic, serous, fluid-filled bone lesions that are thought to result from temporary failure of the medullary bone formation near the physis. They are usually found in patients under the age of 20. Most are asymptomatic unless fracture occurs. Scaglietti et al. reported the outcomes of methylprednisolone acetate use for the treatment of bone cysts. They opine the use of corticosteroids as they exert a destructive action on the pathological tissue of the lesion, thus favoring a progressive process of repair and avoiding surgery. Cho et al. compared the initial treatment of unicameral bone cysts using steroid injections versus bone grafting in 58 patients. They showed a lower success rate with steroid treatment. That rate of recurrence after initial treatment with steroids or autologous bone marrow was 41.7% and 13.3% with a p-value of less than 0.05, respectively. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, distal humerus, answer 3, distal femur, answer 4, proximal tibia, and answer 5, tibial shaft are all incorrect, as these are not the most common sites of UBCs. The next most common sites are the proximal femur, distal tibia, ilium, calcaneus, and occasionally metacarpals, phalanges, or the distal radius. That's all for this review about unicameral bone cyst. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow OrthoBullets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the OrthoBullets podcast.